And now, it's time for the Tech EU Drive at 5 with Robin Bouters and Dan Taylor. Let's do this. Well, all right, all right, all right. You have found it. This is the Tech EU Drive at 5. I am your host, Dan Taylor. And we are the droids you're looking for. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a glorious, believe it or not, glorious sunny day here in London. Robin, how is it in Belgium? Um, gray, cloudy, not that perfect. Not that, good. that is the weather I love, ladies and gentlemen. If you happen to notice that Mr. Waters is no longer underwater, that might be because we finally sorted out his recording. Robin, say hello to the listeners at home. Hello, dear audience. I love you with all my heart. Listen to that audio quality. We finally got Robin hooked up. We're actually using, we are using the same microphone. I just have the uh, Gen 1. You've got the Fancy Pants Gen 2. We went through all kinds of cables, and uh, I'm looking at him right now. He's got lighting. He's got a background. He's got cool headphones that match the Tech EU red. He's wearing red. Rob, Robin, you are fully branded today. Well done. I Represent. Know. Thank you. Nine years in, I finally have a semi-professional uh, setup here. Yeah, just as the pandemic is coming to an end, we finally got Robin set up to wow. a, a studio uh, system. It's for the next pandemic. <laughs> Shh, don't you say that. Do you know what? I'm, I'm actually wearing a navy blue uh, uh, top today. You're wearing red. I mean, we're both white guys. We're fully branded here, right? That's what it. What can go wrong? What? <laughs> what could go wrong? Well, I'll tell you what could go wrong. Let's dive right into the news, shall we? Well, one that caught my eye this week, uh, the first German developer of quantum computers, Elecutron, uh, they got their hands on over $50 million in new funds, uh, including venture capital from Early Bird and Seegerland funds. Uh, this was part of a much larger initiative by the German Aerospace Center, oder Deutsches Zentrum für Luft und Raumfahrt. How was that, Robin? How was that? Huh? It's not bad, right? Uh, that's the yeah German Aerospace Center, and uh, they laid out what is it, two hundred and eight million euros in contracts. Uh, one of them going to uh, well, actually two of them, I believe, two or more uh, going to Elecutron, NXP Semiconductors, Parity Quantum Computing, Kudora, Kudora, Kudora Technologies, and one here in the UK, Universal Quantum. Uh, and the deal is they want to build out some prototype quantum computers within the next four years that are going to be based on iron ion trap technology with at least 50 qubits. How's your, how's your qubit knowledge, Robin? How, 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 are you down with the qubits? I'm down with the qubits. I, I, yeah. no, I have no idea what you're talking about, but keep talking. <laughs> the qubits. Robin, what, what, what caught your eye this week? Oh, I have a bit of a scoop when you're talking about quantum computers. One of our speakers at the next Tech U Summit is going to be Jan Gutz. He's the founder and CEO of Quantum IQM, Quantum, uh, over in Finland, I guess. So, yeah, yeah that's uh, that's if, you, if you're into the whole quantum computing thing, he's the guy to yeah. talk to. He's going to be on stage as well. So I can nerd out with him. Nerd out with him and not on the Awesome. Podcast. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Cool. What, what caught my eye? Uh, a lot of things, a lot of car things, actually. Uh, one is that uh, Polestar, you know, this Swedish, well, Sweden-based uh, electric vehicle maker. Uh, I see them on car commercials on TV even. Like, the, the, like it's a pretty big company. Uh, mm -hmm. They've obtained uh, $1.6 in financing support from two major shareholders, including Volvo, which, by the way, is, of course, owned by, uh, mm. by China's uh, Geely. Uh, just so you know. So it's it's kind of Swedish, but it really isn't. Uh, but they got uh, $1.6 in financing support, whatever that means. It includes an $800 million loan. 
uh, from Volvo uh, to basically ramp things up. So you're going to hear about Polestar quite quite a bit more in the in the future, I think. Um, more car stuff is is Volkswagen selling its electric car sharing service WeShare uh, to a German startup called Miles Mobility, which I never really heard of even mm. though they're active all over the place berlin bonn dusseldorf they're in hamburg they're in cologne um so it's a relatively uh, big car sharing um startup they have about nine thousand cars in their fleet um with this deal of basically taking over we share from um volkswagen uh, they're also ordering ten thousand electric cars from audi and seat uh, and then vw brands mm. more so they're mm-hmm. ramping things up quite nicely it also means volkswagen is stepping out of the car sharing uh, market completely uh, which is, is not a first like bmw did that before they sold their uh, car sharing business share now to stellantis um uh, mobility uh subsidiary free to move so there's mm-hmm, a lot of consolidation mm-hmm. in this car sharing ma- market uh, but the bottom line here is that miles mobility startup out of berlin is basically taking advantage of this consolidation and really uh, ramping things up so those are two things in the car space that caught my attention interesting yeah yeah i mean speaking of cars there was something in passing what is it isn't it bolt is allowing people to rent or lease their cars did you catch that i did catch that there was news coming out of web summit by the way did you go to web summit in lisbon then uh, you know what? I listened to Maria's tweet, uh, well, her LinkedIn post the other day, which I tweeted, which was, uh, what is it? 71,000 people is 61,000 people too many. So now this little piggy stayed home, uh, didn't go to Web Summit, ca- caught basically everything I needed to know, uh, from the uh, comfort of my own home and didn't have yeah. to deal with, uh, 71,000 people. So no, no, I didn't. Did you? No. No, this little piggy stay home as well. I have to say, like, I'll probably go back next year if I if, if time allows. But yeah, I didn't really have FOMO at all. Like you can mm. see most of the stuff coming out of it is is, is uh you know some good content, but but nothing to to really uh, yeah. earth-shattering. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. just finished the conversation with the president of Slush, by the way. They they went from twenty-five thousand in twenty nineteen, pre-corona, uh to now eleven, twelve thousand people this year, and they're probably gonna cap it at that number. Yeah, uh, which I think is a great decision on their part. I really don't think these these huge conferences really no. uh, fit with the times anymore. Yeah, well, well, listen. Speaking of Polestar, I'm glad you brought them up because that dovetails nicely into something that caught my eye this week. Not a huge deal, uh, but a company. Ready for this? And, and I, I, this is I already love this company. Quote: Headquartered in a semi-secret lair just outside of Ooh. Stockholm. Right? A secret layer. Oh, I love a good secret layer. Uh, it's a company called Stillride, and they make, quote, sleek electromobility devices based on sustainable industrial origami, something they call Stillfold. Now, what? where the pol- yeah, yeah, I know, right? Right. So I'm, I'm going to be talking to them uh, hopefully next week. But what that means is they use a process uh, involving robotic arms to fold steel over curves and they form light, strong, and durable shapes. Now, according to this company, this makes smarter use of resources and it minimizes waste, uh, significantly reducing the climate impact uh, when uh, of production when compared to traditional manufacturing. So they're coming out of the gate with uh, an e-motorcycle, uh, which they have, according to them, they have uh, over 135,000 people already on the wait list. And... Uh, it would appear that they've got aspirations much bigger than just motorcycles and or uh, the planet Earth because 
They've signed partnerships with a Swedish space innovation startup called Isaac, which stands for the International Space Asset Acceleration Company. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. Uh, and they're going to be exploring applications of their technology in outer space. And they were named as one of the partners in a project being developed by Polestar, which is aimed at making the world's first truly climate-neutral car. So I think that's pretty cool. And 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 this is you know I'm a gearhead, right? So this is this is the bit that really caught me. Uh, one of the founders, his name is Tue Bayer. I'm really bad at the Swedish names, but um, I think that sounds about right. Uh, he studied under Giotto Bizzarini. Does that name ring any bells, Robin? Are you that no. much of a gearhead? Do you know who I'm Giotto? not a gearhead at all? I do all right, so Giotto Bizzarini, he's still alive. He's 96 years old. But Giotto is one of the driving forces behind the 1962 all-time classic Ferrari 250 GTO, he was also involved in the development. I, Robin, you're rolling your head at me. I can see it. He was also uh, involved in the development of the also legendary Lamborghini V12 engine, which if you've ever heard one, I've never ridden in a Lamborghini, but I've heard this V12 engine. And it is, hmm, I don't think, I, I'm not sure Beto, I'm not sure Mahler could have made a symphony that sounds as good as a Lamborghini V12 wow. engine. Wow. It's 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 Listen, good stuff, and I do have a fun fact about that particular uh, model of Ferrari as well. I'm not yes. that much of a gearhead, but I do know it it had four wheels. So so yeah, get that. <sighs> Remember that, listener. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, another thing that I thought was pretty interesting: not a funding round, not not any money. Well, it is money, but it's not money. Uh, Atlantic Labs and Food Labs, they are launching what they are calling a Founders for Climate initiative, and it is the first European climate tech entrepreneur residence program, which whenever I see a world's first or first first, uh, you know, the the red flags go up. Uh, But Robin, can you think of another entrepreneur in residence program for climate tech stuff? Not immediately. Right. Me neither. And I couldn't find one either. So... I think Atlantic Labs and Food Labs are on the money here. And uh, basically, the program is what it says it is. Uh, if you're an entrepreneur, you're working in climate tech, you can apply with Atlantic slash Food Labs. And uh, when accepted, uh, uh, they, I mean, uh, on the acceptance page, it said uh, English, of course, and German would be helpful, but not necessary. So uh, they're, they're going to take you under their wing, show you everything they know, uh, help you validate your business idea, and then uh, help push you out the door. It's, it, you know, so it's an incubator. Um, but I thought that was cool. I mean, climate tech is very necessary and uh, tends to be all the rage today. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting initiative, and, and I, hope, uh, I hope it goes well. Yep, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, so that was all very, very positive stuff. Uh, all the good, all the interesting stuff from Steel Ride and whatnot. Uh, now let's get to the bad stuff. Now that everything is going so well in the European tech sphere. Uh, we had, you know, companies um, shutting down. We had companies laying off in the last few months. There's going to be much more of it. Uh, two things that caught my attention this week is, is very well uh, publicized, but Made.com, like the mm. online furniture retailer, um, entered into administration. Actually, they didn't actually enter into administration yet. They have about like 10 days to find like very, very last ditch funding or find a buyer, uh, but they're basically basically gone, right? They're, uh, yeah. they're, did, um, you, did you order ever order anything from them? Not from them, no, no. Oh. Fortunately, yeah, I didn't. I, I always uh, found this stuff was too expensive. 
Yeah, well, they were high-end design uh, retail. That's sort of yeah. yeah. But yeah. okay, so they're 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 basically all but gone. Um, their shares were suspended on Tuesday because it's a listed company. Um, they had a valuation of up to seven hundred fifty million pounds just last year, and now they're basically down to zero. So that's a that's a bit of a, a sad story there. Mm. Uh, it's not the only one. Um, a little less publicized was in Germany. There's a company called Windeln.de, which is sort of like the German version of Diapers.com. Um, you know, an e-commerce company selling uh, baby stuff, diapers and whatnot. Um, mm. They were also a listed company. It started in 2010, went public in 2015, was sort of a success story. Had over 200 million uh, euros in, in, in turnover in 2017. And then they went sort of like up 100 uh, million in 2018 and 82, 2019. Corona hit. They were down to like 50 million euro turnover last year. Uh, and now they're basically gone. They just literally an hour before we started recording this podcast on Friday for November. They uh, filed for insolvency proceedings, so they're uh, they're dead as well, dead in the water. That's sad. It's <laughs> always sad, but it's a sort of a result of the of the downturn that we have going on. And I'm going to mention some numbers later, but yeah, it's definitely you know, it's, it's a tough times for the the tech industry in general. Do you want to mention numbers? I mean, we're 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 get, we're we're closing in on the time here. I mean, I, I know one more thing. Volocopter uh, got a bunch more money, uh, 182 million in the second signing of a Series E round. You know, the company's been pushing the whole, hey, let's get certified, let's get certified. So I'm wondering, have they gotten all the certification? Who knows? I don't know. I'm going to check that out. They do have a self-imposed deadline of basically getting everything up and running for the Paris 2024 Olympics. So I've reached out to Volocopter and let's see if they get back to me. Do they have all the certifications? Is everything on track? And are we going to see flying helicopters by 2024 in Paris? And now, on to some charts. Robin? On to some charts. As I mentioned, we have, we have a bit of a, a downturn, a slowdown. This has been going on for a few months. Uh, but just to put some numbers to it, um, we tracked about 5.7 billion euros raised uh, by European tech companies uh, in October uh, for the full month. So that includes debt funding, by the way. So the number in equity is a lot lower than that. Uh, only about 413 funding deals. Um, by the way, that 5.7 billion was 1 billion down from the month before. Mm. Um, so it's not just a summer lull. We really see the slowdown in the numbers. Uh, whatever the, the VCs say, yeah, we're still doing business as usual and everything is on track and great companies get born in crisis and we're doubling down. Um, if you look at the numbers, that's not what's going on at all. So um, Lots of slowdown, including in the, the big verticals. Uh, FinTech uh, only had 1.6 uh, billion raised um, for the vertical in total for the month. A uh, bit higher than the month before, 1.5 billion, uh, but significant drop in deals. So also that activity is slowing down. Uh, you can see on the early stage, especially, things are slowing down quite, quite, uh, quite a lot. And even if you look at the biggest exit in October, was a 120 million euro acquisition for Cantox. So that's a mm. good deal for them. But if you look at like the overall numbers, that's a, a super small uh, acquisition. So the exit window is closed. Late stage funding is down. Uh, everyone's struggling. It's a really, really, really tough times. But these numbers are always reflective of six months ago or a year ago, right? Well, yes and no, because you know some deals get closed uh, in a month, maybe two months. Mm. Uh, but the slowdown has been going on for months, right? And you can yeah. so, sort of sort of predict like during the summer there's probably going to be less deal making but on the other hand the fourth quarter of every year has always been the strongest in mm. previous years so uh, it, it's it's a real slowdown all right well listen robin you've got a fantastic weekend coming up i've got a fantastic weekend coming up is there a one more thing 
not one well, i was going to talk about the digital market acts in europe coming into effect but nobody cares but nobody cares robin remind me again when the tech eu summit is 24 May 2023. I've signed up about 12 speakers so far, and we'll hope to get to 15 uh, by early next week so we can start announcing the first batch, and then I'll, I'll go looking for the best storytellers out there, uh, the best growth marketing people, the best founders, the best investors, and really, you know, super, super looking forward to it already, even though it's like six months away, more than six, it's like seven months away. Um, but I'm super excited about it. Seven months away, the best of the best in Brussels. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time we have for The Drive at Five this week. As always, I've been joined by Robins No Longer Underwater. My name is Dan Taylor. Yours is not. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we are out of here. Ciao, ciao, bye. Hey, that new microphone sounds pretty cool. It's the new voice behind the microphone. It's the new voice.